Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Friday? Yeah, it's Friday. It's not Thursday. It's, it's not Thursday. This is it's like Friday. Th- what? Three weeks in a row? Two weeks three, in a row? Okay. I don't know. Folks, this is. I'm gonna. I'm going Hi. to. I'm going to accept full responsibility. Yeah, I'm gonna let buck, Rob accept full responsibility. The, bu- the buck stops with but me. But you have a very very, very good reason. The buck stops with I me. have a baby, but you also have a baby. I do have a baby. And your baby is a theatrical company. A new theater company. Yes, folks. And I, you've been really working your little took us off I'm, It's this. like a, it, I have a wonderful team of support, but a lot of it is like logistical stuff that only I can do. You're the artistic director. So, you are the guy. So <laughs> it's, it's been taking up a lot of time, folks. I am so sorry because this is the first week. We almost got to five years without with having posted one every week. And this week we did not have a guest. On Monday, and I turned. I saw mm. Rob, and I, at, you know, I, I don't know where we were, but I was like, Rob, who, who was the guest on Monday? I didn't even look, and he was like, we didn't have one. And you guys, you have to understand. Usually, Rob is so adamant about he's so stressed out that we don't have Anal. any in the can. Anal is that, the like, right yes, word. like he gets like almost ag- aggressive about it. So I was so thrown that he was kind of like, yeah, whatever. Almost aggressive. Yeah, you have been. You've been like Kevin. We don't. We don't, we don't have anybody. We have to get like two years ago. You would have been like, I need because if you had saw if you knew there were two in the can, you would have you would have already been very anxious of that. But the fact that you were like you were even sort of go. like yeah, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, and I even said to you, I said, Rob, you still want to do this, right? And you were like, of course, of course I do. But then I realized you've got so, so much going so fo- on. You've got so much on your plate. Now, folks, just, just so we're, first of all, I hope we haven't let any of you down. Um, we have so many wonderful guests so that are going to be coming down the pike pretty soon. We are not giving up. This is not us easing our way out of no, this. No, 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 no. Not, Call it a little a winter break, if you will. You will always. And I guarantee you will always have a favorite thing every week. That is that is easy to do. Will it maybe come a on day Thursday, late. <laughs> maybe. But you will you will have them nonetheless. Um, but there's a lot of exciting things going on. I'm writing a book as well, and hopefully, you know, our listeners will will take a uh, will purchase it. It's called Fifty Key Musicals, and it's going to be published in 2021. I aim to be a part of that. Book. And Kevin is a contributor yes. to the book. Kevin's a contributor. I think to the book. that's really really. So, can you tell us a little bit about this book, Rob? Yeah, sure. So, I I think I can. I. Uh, 
I, yeah, I think I can. The book is being published by uh, Rutledge Press, uh-huh. uh, which is an academic publication over in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So I hope I get a free trip to the UK. Me too. Which I'm very excited I mean, about. I mean, I hope you do too. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you can come too. Oh, uh, you can be in my carry. Your luggage, yeah. And uh, so, it's, so the book is, is taking 50 musicals that influenced other musicals in some way, shape, or form. And then ideally the book will be sold to college theater programs. Um, and it's, it's, co- it's, it's me and Peter Felicia. Uh, the a co-editor, not um, a bad team. Not, I'm very lucky. When when Peter said yes, I'd be more than happy yeah. to do this. So, um, if he, Peter is has been a wonderful mentor in this entire process. Yeah. So that's that's that. That's, so, and remind us once again. I know, and you guys, you're going to hear this for a couple of weeks, and I don't care. Your theater company. Yes. Tell us about it again. Tell us where to look for tickets. Tell us the shows that are happening. Oh. Tell us about the casting process yes. if you can. Because I saw there was a press release. Yes. It was on the cast recording uh, email blast. Oh, was it really? Cast rec, you know, you guys, any of you guys are members of that? That got, email, oh, so uh, what did, what's we, that called? Oh, like, the cast rec, the, M, the, the, MT, the, M, the MAIT thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the email, what, uh, the listserv. The listserv. Because I saw someone had posted it on there. Uh, oh, that's and, good. Uh, the, the, press, the press release. And I was really excited oh, about that. Oh, that's so yeah. exciting. Yeah, so, so, so we, we had auditions for all three three shows last week, which was an absolutely joyous experience. I got to play one of the days, you guys, and it was very exciting. Kevin played brilliantly. Got to sit in there and watch and was so, see what he was, was going on. He was so marvelous. See, I was in the room where it happened. He, oh, my. Oh, please. Yes. Please. I, did, I just did it. Uh-huh. It was Lin-Manuel's birthday. Did you send anything? I did see that. No, I didn't. I don't know him. I sent a cake. Oh, sure you did. I put it in the mail and said, enjoy, Lin. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I bet you he would have sent a thank you note. He's that kind of guy. He probably gets a bad present, but still says thank you so much. Probably. And makes a rap about it. <laughs> <laughs> and looks very sincere while he's doing it. Always. I, and I appreciate that. Um, so we had our auditions, and uh, all three shows are cast. And we go into rehearsal for Seesaw on Monday, and we just released the cast for Seesaw. So good. Which I'm very excited about, because Seesaw originally had 26 people in it, and we only have nine. Oh, my goodness. So it's a, it's a little bit of a reduction, but our brilliant music director, Grant Strom, has done a really great job at uh, making the reductions, I think, sound fabulous. Fantastic. So, yeah, Seesaw's going to come back, folks. Coming back to New York. Has it been here in... Seesaw, Kevin knows the whole score. City, my city. I mean, come on. That's a great score. Yeah, it is. Come on. Listeners, you guys know Seesaw. What is it, 1973, 74? 1973. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dorothy Fields, the great lyricist. Last show she ever wrote. I know. I mean... The great Dorothy Fields, one of my absolute favorites. Vodka in one hand and a pencil in another. Yes. Leroy used to tell stories about her falling under the table and stuff. But she could drink anybody under the table. And I love that. What a legend. And Cy Coleman, great Cy Coleman score. My goodness. And a book by... It's credited to Michael Bennett. It's really Neil Simon. Right. And that's because famously the show had major, major troubles out of town, which uh, listeners, if you guys have listened to our uh, our interviews with various people other than Leroy, but we've heard stories about this from many yeah. people. Right? Yeah. So if you were the, the original story, if you remember, they decided to do take the play two for the seesaw, which was just a two hander with Henry right. Fonda and, and Bancroft. And there's a movie version of it with Robert Mitchum and Shirley MacLaine. Mm. Robert Mitchum looking uncomfortable as always. I don't know why <laughs> he always looked uncomfortable in, in a lot of in a lot of his films, not all of his right. films. Films, but he always looked like he was a big stoner, so I think maybe that had something oh, to do uh, with it. Yeah, smoked the reefer. Yeah, his eyes would squint up. Yeah, uh, he's feeling he's feeling really good. Um, and then they they took it. They decided to make a musical out of it. But it, as you know, like Ed Sharon was gonna Ed Sharon, Ed Sheeran, Ned Sharon, Ed Sharon, Ed Sharon. <laughs> is that his name? Uh, I think that's his name. Uh, yeah. No, who's the, the producer? Singer? You're who's talking the singer? Ed Sheeran is the Ed singer. Sheeran. That's definitely not who we're talking about. Ed Sheeran, Ed Sharon, who I think directed a bunch of Law and Orders. He. Right. had directed a play, The Great White Hope, and they're like, oh, you did a drama. Now you can do a musical. Yeah, you'd be great at What? That, is, that happened a lot. I feel and, like in the 60s, and, my, and it was Coleman and Fields and yeah. Michael Stewart from Hello, Dolly. 
right. write the book. Yes. And then it went up to Detroit, and Lenny Kazan got fired. She was the... Famously. Yeah. Yes. Famously. And Ed Sharon got fired, and a bunch of other people got fired when they brought Michael Bennett in. He said... Leroy? Leroy, Leroy, Leroy was supposed to... He wasn't even hired. He right, Or was he... So they when they fired Ed Sharon, um, they brought Michael Bennett in, and Michael Bennett said, the only way this will work is if you let me do exactly what I want and nobody questions me. <laughs> And that's, they, that's showbiz, and they, and they said, absolutely. Right. And so they fired Ed Sheeran. He hadn't and even done the chorus line yet. I mean, Mike, had, nope. And Michael Stewart, I think, just left. Yeah. And so they brought in Neil Simon, and Neil Simon was like, I'll do it, but I don't feel comfortable taking the credit for it because Mike, he and Michael Stewart were friends. Uh, so they were like, well, we need to put somebody's name under book. And so they're like, it's Neil Simon's book, but whose name are we going to use? Cy Coleman was like, ask Dorothy Fields because she used to write books to musicals. Yeah. She's like, I don't feel comfortable with this. And like, we need a name. And Michael Bennett was like, fine, just put my name on it. No, he was probably like, uh, guys. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> like, not fine. He was probably like, me, 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 Five, six, me, seven, me, eight, me, me. Um, so anyway, yeah. So that's, that's how it. his name got attached to the book. But really, uh, he was just there and he, he fixed the, well, quote unquote, fixed the show. But you but read that script and it reads like a Neil Simon comedy. Well, like, I mean, it's like, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm. One liner, one liner. One liner, yeah. one liner, funny one liner. It's such a New York show. Oh, and too. it's such a funny book. It's such a funny book. It makes me so, so happy. I'm so, I'm so excited. Yes, I'm excited. So, anyway, yeah, so it's going to be, we open February 13th. We play eight performances. Following that will be No Strings. Uh, you're directing this I'm or directing someone else's? Uh, directing you're directing Seesaw. Seesaw. And gotcha. then No Strings is Deidre Goodwin, gotcha. um, who you might remember from the documentary Every Little Step, where she right. played Sheila. I love D. And also from the Chicago movie, she's one of the six he ran married into my knife. Yep, he ran into my knife ten times. Uh, that's her. And then a class act will be the last show, and that's me as well. And so you can get tickets at www.j2spotlightnyc.com. J2spotlightnyc.com. Or you can go on to Playbill and take a look at a wonderful press release. If you want to buy uh, season tickets, we're offering a wonderful package, $124 for all three shows. Uh, for 124, Ooh. you get a ticket to all three shows. Do that. Um, if you want to buy individually, you can go on to Ticketmaster.com, and it runs for a weekend, two weekends, two weekends. Great, and it will be running on 42nd Street, 42nd Street and 9th Avenue love at it. Theater Row. Great, 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 at great theater, theater two and Theater Row. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, so we're excited. Thanks so much. So for excited. Yeah, so it's it's been a little bit bay, busy, but thank you. Good. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, pal. So we apologize for not having uh, interviews, but we will we will definitely have more coming. There up are soon. so many people who, and also there are so many people we want to interview that are like yes, and then they just try to figure out a time slot. Like uh, we've been trying to get uh, Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman mm-hmm. for all the right. Mark Shaman, yeah, Mark Shaman, yeah, yeah, Mark Shaman, Scott. The Whitman, longest time we've been the, trying you know, hairspray people and uh, catch me if you can. Uh, and, and we're going to go to their house, but it's just it's let's logistics. Cheetah Rivera and these also. people that you know, as you can imagine, we they're busy people as well. So it's it's just getting all the schedules to. To match up. Sync and make sure everyone... And the holidays, everyone's but go away back, doing But stuff. go back and listen to some ones you haven't listened to Please. before. Because that will make us feel happy. Also, a big shout out. I want to thank one of our podcast listeners, Lawrence Spinelli, um, who gave... La- Larry, yes. Larry, yes. Who gave you a beautiful record collection. Oh, my God. I get... Uh, he's... Larry, thank you. Uh, I, I, there, he's so wonderful. And, and I, yes. I received a gift from Larry this past weekend. Um, a package arrived at my house, and I posted it on my, my Instagram. Maybe you've seen it. Is It's a uh, beautiful 8x10 photograph of Ethel Merman and Mary Martin in concert together with their autographs on separate autograph cards. And it's this beautiful framed piece of work. And Larry sent that and said, thank you so much. Larry, I cannot tell you how much that means yeah. to me that you sent that over. And I know the record collection means a lot to, to you, Kevin. Oh, yeah. They, they, he and his wife came up and to my house, and we hung out a little bit and got to chat. And it was just it was really nice. Yeah, yeah. so that was, that was absolutely 
absolutely wonderful. Yeah, we love hearing from you listeners, and we love gifts as well. The gifts so really I, help. Mm-hmm. Just just, just let me know when they're coming. Because you got that please. theater book that you don't know what to do with. Well, I know what you can do with it, and it his us. name is Rob Schneider. No, send it to Kevin. Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin needs it. You can get you can give it to the young child. That's right. When Crawford learns how to read, I would say chapter one. Somebody asked me, and I was like, I'm going to let Kevin answer about this. Um, you know. Your child, yes, is named Crawford. That's right. After your after your wife's maiden name, her her yes, that's correct. Her last name, and not Star of the Phantom of the Opera. That is not Michael Crawford. So this is so you, you named, could say that, but no, he's definitely certainly most great. definitely not named after Michael Crawford. I just wanted that to be cleared up. Now, right now. Uh, if he was named after Michael Crawford, I would say he would be Michael Crawford from Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum movie. Michael Crawford, not Dance of the Vampires. Michael Crawford, because the story is about Dance of the Vampires. Michael Crawford is is not the Crawford that I want. Oh, my I thought son you were going to gonna say the Woman in White, where he came out. Remember we the were that Woman big in fat White. suit. Oh my God, would they that call was, him Fausto or something? I completely forgot about that because I remember. I think of Michael. Ball in yes. it because he did it originally up in London. But you're right, he he was. Didn't, he, didn't Michael Crawford do? Didn't he? I think so. Because Michael Ball did it when I saw it. Oh, I know Michael Crawford did it wow. at one point. So, but he, I heard when he did Dance of the Vampires, that famous flop of a show that's on a, Broadway. That's, that's a he was, uh, yeah, he had a little too much say with what oh. had to go on with it. Because I know a lot of people who were in it, and it was it was fun. But I, I was truly a, a time at going to the theater, and and everyone in the audience was there to witness this wild spectacle and we were entertained by its um lack of uh polish look at you what a, what a nice way of saying it was a bad show oh god it was hysterically bad <laughs> that's good. amazing that's good well uh, almost almost maybe, up there with in my life but not quite there not my, quite in my in life, my life is that was truly because that was a a self-funded piece yes and the vanity projects are always the best ones because no one's there to say no to the person who has the money so then just everything gets done and if you want a lemon coming out of the the rafters then by god you'll have a lemon you're talking about me specifically if you want the guy to have Tourette syndrome and sing about it by god we will do it yes ain't that the number <laughs> oh it's a, in my life folks look it up okay okay okay, okay. Um, favorite things yeah you, who wants to go first it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. First. I feel like you're very excited. So do you want to go last or do you want to go first? Oh, no. I'll go first. Okay, okay. I'll go first. So, folks, if you are a musical theater aficionado, you need these books on your shelf. Um, we have not talked about these books before, and I have a feeling... I'm going to warn you right now. They are expensive. They are expensive books to own, but they are absolutely worth it. There is an author by the name of Dan Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z. Once again, his name is Dan Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z. And Dan has written a wonderful, fabulous book about each decade of musical theater. And they're called The Complete Book of 19 blank 
Broadway musicals. So there's 1920s, 1930s, 1940s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I don't know if there's a 2000s yet. I've never heard of this. Oh, there is a 2000s. I know there is. Yes. So his name is Dan Dietz, which Kevin is, I'm showing him right now. So on Kindle, it's $114. Oh my God. The hardcover is $136, but folks, it is absolutely worth it. Why are they so Um, expensive? I don't know, but let me tell you this. They're they're worth it. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, if you need to make a big investment and you're a musical theater history buff, here you go. So each entry, because he does every single show that opened in that decade that's a musical, he covers the plot summary cast members. He tells you all the creative personnel, the dates, the performances, the plot summary, critical commentary, musical numbers and the names of the performers who introduced the songs, production data, including information about tryouts, source material, details about London production. And at the end, there's a bunch of appendixes which are absolutely fantastic because they include uh, other... um, they, they include other things that aren't Broadway-related, like reviews, plays with music, shows that were supposed to come to Broadway that closed out of town, sometimes off-Broadway things. And every appendix includes a discography, filmography, a list of the published scripts, and a list of like themed musicals that came out in that decade, like black-themed musicals, Jew- Jewish-themed musicals, gay-themed musicals. Um, it is really a fantastic, fantastic resource. Um, and like I said, um, it's the 1920s one is like 650 pages. Um, they're all published by Roman and Littlefield. Um, and, but you can get them on Amazon. I have a whole, uh, bunch of them. Oh my gosh. And Even on eBay. I, I, how much are uh, they on eBay? in my world right now because it's, it's rare. I feel this is why I love doing this podcast with you because I, all these years that I've never, ever even heard of that book series or this writer and I, I don't even recognize them Rob and, you're gonna, and, and yet on eBay I mean oh my gosh the 1940s is $158 the 1950s is $143 the 1920s $193 Rob yeah but it's kind of it's kind of worth it folks it's it's absolutely kind of worth it. So anyway, I, I the library hat. Oh, you're. I, <laughs> I, I want to go to the library right now. So he goes, like I said, he goes season by season, um, and he, he also in in later ones he talks about like. Radio City Music Hall presentations, um, where you can buy published scripts, what scripts were actually published from the year, um, theaters that were in operation, and like what the like in the 1990s, um, the Belasco Theater had only a couple of shows, a little more magic, and Mandy Patinkin in concert. Who knew from the 1990s? So anyway, it's a really fantastic book. I encourage everyone to go and start purchasing them. Uh, I have mine on Kindle. Um, and they're fabulous. And I got them for $114 on Kindle. So that's $114 each, folks. But if you're looking for something this year, go ahead, grab this for yourself. I'm picking my job off the floor. Yeah. I, I'm just. So, uh, Dan, I don't know if Dan listens to us, but Dan Dietz, D I E T Z, if you would like to be on this show, come on. And, you know, give us a free couple of books. We'd it, love that. That's totally fine um, as well. And, and hit us up. Um, so, anyway, it's a really, really fantastic resource. Now, pe- some people like might go, they're like, why can't I, I can find this on the internet? Mm, you really can't. Because there's there's oh, no. there's I musicals. Just went, I just spent the entire while you were talking trying to find them for cheap. And it's yeah. like there, there are some musicals in here that I was like, what the? F- I've never yeah, heard yeah, of yeah, this. Yeah. He did his research. Yeah. So anyway, so folks, once again, Dan Dietz, D I E T Z, and it's just called the complete book of nineteen either twenties, thirties, forties, whatever Broadway musicals. And you know, um, and, and you and know, I really Amazon. give it up to these these writers like Gerald Boardman and C. Yes. Susskind and and the ones that we know about. I I never even knew about Dan. Um, 
But they, the research that they have to do in order to make these books, I, I, I commend. I don't know how they thank do them because they are. That is, they are. That's exactly the kind of information that I love to to consume. But yeah, boy, so, I'll be definitely on the lookout for those. Yeah, tell me if um, you find them for cheap. I mean, boy. obviously, like I've I've paid the full price for it because yeah. I'm just like you know I I, I, want I, I love going to flea markets and I love going to that route. And I wonder if I'll ever be able to find any you know there. But I've I've never even seen the covers before, and I'm just I'm just yeah. amazed. So thank you so much for bringing that. That's so I was excited one. by that. Yeah. One. Wow. What about wow. you? Um, I have one that everyone knows, but I just think it's it's worth a vi- revisit, uh, and um, it's a show. It's not the visit is it's it? It's not the visit, but I did see the visit uh, before it came to Broadway. I saw the Chicago production with Cheetah, with George Hearn and Cheetah back then. It can I tell you? Can yeah. I tell you a quick visit story? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we can move on. Uh, when I went to go see the visit, um, I got Student Rush, and we were put all the way up in the balcony, mm-hmm. and so the usher was like. Um, you can sit here. He's like, if you want to see more of the stage, you can move to center. But I've seen this show a bunch now, and trust me, you don't want to move to center. <laughs> it was this old usher at the at the Belasco wow. Theater. I was like, oh, that's a lifer. I was like, he's like, trust me, you don't want to see more Just of this show. Just that we are, kid. You're good. <laughs> Take a that's nap. That's funny. Yeah. Oh my Sorry, go ahead. I no, no, good. Uh, so mine's a, a show that was done off Broadway. It was a big smash hit, much like many off Broadway shows. It was uh, that were hits. It was from the '60s. Um, a lot of shows were hits in the '60s and '70s. Um, and this is this is not an unknown, unknown show. I mean, you are definitely are aware of it. Uh, it was done on Broadway um, after off Broadway. Not as successful. It was one of those shows that tried to make a transfer and make that impact, but it wasn't. And then it was revived on Broadway in the '90s, and then it became uh, more solidified. In its in its presence oh. in American, so it is. You're a good man, Charlie it Brown. Certainly is. What a good choice. You know, it popped up the other day on my on my you know my my Spotify, and I I, I forgot how much I loved the show. In I the thought score. you were going to say Snoopy, but no, you're a good man, <laughs> no, Charlie Snoopy's Brown. Snoopy's good. Talk about previous guest yeah. Larry Grossman, um, but. You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown is a, uh, a show that was written by Clark Gesner. Uh, it says in the credits that it's written by Clark Gesner, who did the book and lyrics, and he, or no, sorry, uh, he did the music and lyrics, and then it's supposedly a person named John Gordon did the book. Well, John Gordon is actually a pseudonym for, to capture all of the cast members that were involved in putting together uh, the original off-Broadway production. So really, it's Clark Gesner and friends that put the book together. The book is really, uh, we're using, it's not a capital B, because it, it's it's more vignettes that are thrown together in the original production. And the in the revival in the 90s, Michael Mayer, uh, who was the director, added some dialogue sequences to it. But really, it's just vignettes that are lifted from uh, Charles Schultz's uh, Peanuts cartoon, which yes. was with us for so many years, which, I mean, we all know these characters so well. Um, and the show originally opened uh, off-Broadway in 1967, it ran till 71, so we're talking over 1,500 performances. Uh, the choreography was by previous guest... Patricia Birch. But when we asked her about it, Rob, what did she say? Hey, Patricia, what was uh, your good man Charlie Brown like? How, how was, that must have been exciting, working on an off-Broadway show. How was it? Fine. <laughs> but surely you must remember some of the stories from that rehearsal process. Huh? No. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so you don't and have now to... now we're going to shut it off, Pat. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you about the time I did blah, blah, and then... Okay, oh, great. There now, it is. So, now she's so ready to talk, I would talk, say folks. go back and listen to the interview, but I don't think you're going to hear her say much about your good man, Charlie Brown. You might hear her talk about Grease, too. Um, so, <laughs> so, and then, so in 1967, they did. In 1971, they tried to move it to Broadway. It lasted, uh, gosh, like 32 performances. So it was one of those <laughs> situations that it was, it was at the Golden Theater, so it wasn't at a big theater, but I think that it just couldn't uh, capture like a big stage. Like that, it was more of a, a nice smaller show. Now the show was done off Broadway, and much like the Fantastics, it then was done 
everywhere. everywhere. In fact, Clark Gesner, you know, he was he 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 made his whole life living off of this one show. I mean, because he did the book of lyrics and he must have had a good deal and he got all he got the money from the rights. And if supposedly he I mean, he wrote a couple other shows and some other reviews. Uh, there was one cast album of Utter Glory of Morrissey Hall. That was a show that is forgotten. That yes. was played Broadway. I think it opened and closed the same night. Uh, Why don't you look at the complete book of mu- of 1980s musicals? Well, if I had five thousand dollars, Rob, I'd be able to. Um, so or I'll just borrow your Kindle. Um, no, he so he wrote this great little charming little sweet little show that just happened to get so popular. And and a lot of it was like people could relate to these characters and yes there there were adult actors clearly playing these children and yet they weren't putting on baby voices they were treating them real and th- i think that audiences could still connect to a lot of these vignettes it felt like home because you know these characters so well i grew up watching all the cartoons i love them so when it came back to broadway in 1998 um after a little tour um it really uh, resonated i think with some people it didn't last it only lasted like six months on broadway but it gave us uh, Kristen Chenoweth, her first big sort of breakout role, I would say, and, and, and it really gave her a Tony Award, and Roger Bart as well, who played Snoopy. And although not written by Mr. Gesner, things like My New Philosophy. Well, then we had uh, Andrew Lippa yeah. come on board. They had Andrew Lippa join, and he contributed a couple songs, Beethoven Day. He gave us a little more of the title number, Your Good Man, Charlie Brown. And I, I would listen to the opening number, friends, and part of that is Clark Gesner, but when they go into the hipper, more cool part of the song, it really is seamless. And it is quite impressive the way that Lippa was able to write in the voice of Clark Gesner, but yet a contemporary version of that. Fantastic. My New Philosophy, what is there to say? I mean, like, it's, it is Kristen. It's it is, it is her. It is so... I, well, I saw... I, it was one of the first shows that I'd ever seen on Broadway. Um, I saw Miss Saigon in 96 or 95. I saw Funny Thing Happened on the Forum, and this was like the third show I saw when I went to New York. Uh, and it was the week right before... The week after she won the Tony Awards. So th- it was a, the audience stopped, and, and the show stopped, and she just kept taking the applause, and it was awesome. Um, and My New Philosophy... Go watch the YouTube clip of her singing My New Philosophy. It is... Perfection. I mean, it's there's a reason why Kristen Chenoweth became the star that she is, and that really leapt off. And she got the Tony Award for it, and it, it made sense. It wasn't just her playing this sort of character. I mean, it's her playing this character, but like she's acting. I mean, she's definitely giving you beats, and it's it's a really <laughs> and she's making this little two dimensional character come to life. Yeah, and she's quite fun. Yeah, she's so brilliant. So, so uh, my my little uh, thing this week is uh, you're a good man, Charlie Brown. I would list. You could listen to the original bro- the original off Broadway recording, or listen to the the Andrew. In, yeah. you know one with the new songs and the, and the orchestrations that are just because the original only had like piano bass drums I think but the new one had a fuller orchestration a lot more sound to it uh, and it's really fun and I just want to give a little respect to Clark Gesner who um who made a, quite a career out of one show uh, and you know boy hey get it I would like to have that one show and then I can just hang out at the Prince hang out at the Princeton Club all day or that's what he used to do is hang I, out I, at the, that the, the Ivy League Club I thought and that just, was the goal of this podcast right just us get rich off of this podcast yeah how's that going yeah, we're doing okay. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I bought a cup of coffee today. <laughs> good. Hey, but we should thank our Patreon uh, always, supporters because always, that always, is how we have all these microphones. That is how we are able to uh, you know record and go to studios. And, we can pay you know, editors pay. and social media. It's great. Thank you. I almost made a joke about parking, but I'm not going to. What? Oh, only one guest <laughs> has ever asked to be paid for their participation in this interview. <laughs> out of almost two, out of 200 guests, only one person has ever been asked to pay for parking. And uh, you, you can, I will let you guess on 
on who that person is. We will not reveal it <laughs> unless you email us. I love it. <laughs> unless you get unless you give on Patreon, we won't tell yeah, you. Oh, right, there that, it is. Whoever yeah. donates on Patreon next, just send us a message and say who was it, and <laughs> we'll be. Or if we'll, you do, we'll let you know. <laughs> we'll be more than happy to tell you because you are. Thank you. Who <laughs> she that's was. How we were able to. Then um, I gave her the money for parking, and I saw her buy a Subway sandwich with it. You stop it! I swear to oh you, she bought a Meatball Hero. That's oh, a true story. That's good. That's a true story. <laughs> Thanks, I was Leroy. there. I was there. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Anyway, so that's it. And also, hey, this is actually, I want to mention something really cool. So um, because Kevin and I teach together, which is really, really nice, um, one, of our, one of our students is actually here with us today as we're, as we're doing the podcast. She's an avid, avid listener. Savannah, where are you from, Savannah? She is from Scotland. Scotland. Okay. Well, now you've offended her. Kevin. I know she likes but it she, though. But she's from Scotland. And Thank you, Savannah. And before she came in today, she was like, uh, she showed us. She, uh, she showed me. I don't know if she showed you. Yep. Um. A f- she has a a, fo- a folder that lists on her an- phone anything that we mentioned on the podcast that she doesn't know, so she can go and look it up later. So I feel like we're 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 doing an academic duty. So which just makes me very very happy. I'm so happy you swung by today. And, and I and- I do the same thing. I mean, I was like, yeah, I totally get that. I, all the things that you say, Rob, I always I write them down and look. And have a list of things to look at on YouTube or what have you. Anytime yeah. you mention anything straight, I make a list too. <laughs> so I have I have football. Yeah. I have golf. Beer. I don't know what that is. Yeah. And golf. Yeah. And, and woman. I don't know what that one is, but I'm very excited. Let's go. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it later. That's my boy. Thanks. Um. So that's that. I I. You know what I. On Monday, I kind of have a feeling you probably just want to listen to one of our old episodes. Yeah, we will. We give will us, get back give us on like track, a good, folks. Give us like a Forgive good two us. weeks. We're going to take a little hiatus just so that we can get some interviews in the can and really get going and really go strong with this new season. Because yes, we're really, really excited to have. We are. We, we we're getting better, not better. Uh, we're getting harder to get guests, and it's really exciting to, to yes. share some of these stories. Yes, and so thank you so much for bearing with us. We we appreciate your your patience as we do all of this, and you will have episodes of guests soon enough. Just thank. Thank you so much for giving us a little bit of time. Yes, indeedy. All right, till next time. Bye, everybody. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.